Praise the Lord, beloved. You are once again welcome to In Christ Hour. The scripture tells us, For God speaketh once, yea, twice, yet man perceiveth it not. Job 33.14 The Bible says, the next scripture gives us the ways in which God speaks. Praise the Lord. In 15 it says, In a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falleth upon men, in slumbering, slumberings upon the bed. Job 33.15 Why does he speak in diverse ways, in so many ways? He says, Then, okay, he openeth the ears of men and sealeth their instruction. That is the reason as to why God speaks in many ways. In dream, in a vision, when deep sleep falleth upon men, in slumbering upon their bed. You realize that to us, Beloved, we must appreciate the place of our sleep. We love that place God gives sweet sleep to his beloved, right? Psalms has spoken about that. David, in his Psalms of the sweet sleep. You realize that the place why God intends to give you sweet sleep is for him to speak to you so clearly. Praise the Lord. You realize that the place and the mind of God, why he intends to give you sweet sleep, is that you may have an appreciation to fully discern his voice. Because he knows if you're in that state of sleep and you're disturbed, you will not fully discern his voice. For God speaks so many, many, many ways, in many ways, formats. But men never discern it. Why? Some go to sleep because they are troubled. Some in that state, they never enjoy, they never hear, they can never discern. They have a lot of things that are funny. So they never discern the voice of God. But God is telling you and me that I do speak to you. He says, in a dream. When you look at the order, if I go into this to give us the order in, in which God speaks actually, before you see his face, before you see him, before he even appears, actually, he speaks via dreams. The first time for us to see God speak to Father Abraham, it was actually an vision. He came to him in the night. You realize that the place of dreams is actually a principle. It is a principal voice, if I'm to use that word, by which God speaks. It is a principal state. I don't know how I can even put it. It is principal. Before you see his face, he speaks in dreams and in visions. When we study scriptures, how these revelations were given unto us, you realize that most of these things were given by what? via dreams and visions when we study the life of the patriots and see how God spoke to them before we see the pillars of the clouds in the temple before we see angelic beings before we see any of this we 
see God speak to the patriarchs, the fathers of our faith, via dreams. Because dreams are ethereal, they are out of this world, and you appreciate that fact that God is bigger. His realm is higher than the realm of men. His realm is ethereal. It is out of this world, for God is spirit. Praise the Lord, beloved. So dreams are spiritual. You just need to appreciate this. You may not fully understand it, but appreciate it. By doing that, that place will come so clear, that realm will be so clear for you to discern the voice of God, to discern the instruction of God, to discern the mind of God. Praise the Lord. We've seen great promises. We've seen men aligned in, in destiny or to destiny. Men aligned to, to, to the order of the spirit and doing of things through dreams. Praise the Lord. Praise King Jesus. So God wants to speak to us. God wants to instruct us. God wants to save us from the calamity that will come tomorrow through dreams. He wants to show you your future via dreams. He wants to tell you what will happen before you, what will happen in the future in your dreams. He wants to tell you concerning your family in your dreams. He wants to tell you concerning your job in your dreams. He wants to tell you concerning your future and the affairs of your life via your dreams. He wants to bring you to course. He wants to align you to the yard of the Spirit through dreams. But if we appreciate that place, praise the Lord. He wants to do it and He is deliberate. He is ready to do it. If you open your heart to appreciate this revelation. Papa Thierry, give me Hebrews 1. One, two, three in amplified. I need it in amplified. In amplified. As you give me that, let me read Job thirty three seventeen. Sixteen he says that he may see their instruction. Okay. Seventeen says that he may withdraw man from his purpose and hide pride. From man, that is why he cometh to you in dreams to take away the pride of this life. There are places you've been busy. There are times you get so occupied in the things that are of this world. And when you go to sleep, God intends His mind is He wants to come to you to see His instruction in you. More than the affairs you get occupied with during day. That is a place of rest. When you're asleep, is a place of rest. It is a place where you are dead literally to the things of this world. You are in another realm. And that is a higher realm. We don't have sleep. 
just to freshen the body, just to freshen the mind, you know, for you to wake up the following morning, you, you're rejuvenated, you feel your body is strengthened again, you feel your body has gained, you know, you know, a fresh start of the day of the week, whatever it is. Actually, the true place as to why sleep is there. Now see this, hear this. The only place why sleep is there, more than strengthening the body, more than freshening your mind, more than freshening, you know, you know, more than preparing you for a, for a new day, it is, it is for God to communicate. It is for God to speak to you. It is for God to give you an instruction. It is for God to align you concerning your mornings. That is why we have graces for sleep. That is why we have masses for sleep. That is why we have, we are preserved in that place, in that realm. Let us lift our eyes beyond the natural. Let us become ethereal in a way. Let us see this realm and appreciate it. Let us see this state and we get to love it. I know we have here lovers of sleep in the house <laughs> and in Christ's house. Today. We have lovers of sleep. But before you sleep, okay, when you go to bed, just tell God, you know, I appreciate this well, that I'm going to rest and I know you're giving me instruction. Just yes, start to talk to him. Just start to, to think that way. Just start to speak those things. Because this is faith now. Whereby we speak things that be not as though they are. Start to appreciate these things. Tell God, come and love on me dreams. Come and speak to me. Come and align me. God, come and perfect whatever must be perfected. If there is any step I must take tomorrow, God, come and give me an instruction. Reveal to me concerning the people I'm going to meet tomorrow. Reveal to me concerning the person I'm going to meet, the things I'm going to do. Align me, because that is your instruction right there. If you align me to that, oh God, oh boy, I'm going to enjoy my day. I'm going to enjoy my morning. That is the expectation actually. We carry concerning the following day. Because in my spirit, I appreciate I have been given an instruction all from God. I have received something. Whether you know it or you don't know it, God does it every day. God does it every day. Whether you have appreciated this truth or not, God does it every day. Praise the Lord. He does it every day. Ask yourself, what is that thing that preserves you? You, you, you know, like an accident happens, but you miss. You're not part of the accident. You, you get in a place and you're like, mm, I delayed five minutes. And see what has happened. Oh, God has preserved me. You realize that there is that grace. Praise the Lord, beloved. I know my network is perfect. <laughs> to the glory of God. Praise the Lord. Praise King Jesus. Job 33.17 Okay. Papa Thierry, you, you, you give me 18.19 until 21 concerning Job. But let me go to this Hebrews. The Bible says, In many separate revelations, 
each of which set forth a portion of the truth. It simply means God speaking to the patriarchs via dreams, actually there was a portion of truth he was trying to give to us. He was trying to give to the children of Israel. Because he says in separate revelations. You appreciating the place of dreams actually has to be by revelation. It must be revealed to you. This is more than you applying your mind to it. Neither do we talk about dreams just because we love to talk about them, but because it was more as a revelation. And when it came as a revelation, we started to appreciate it. Praise the Lord. So in the place of separate revelations, the Bible says, certain truth were set forth. Praise the Lord. They are truths. God communicated, passed on, and is still passing on via dream. There is an order of the Spirit. He is giving every other time via dreams. That is one of the ways. As Job says in many ways, in dreams and in visions, there are very many truths that were given via visions. As men of God were dreaming, as they were on their base, visions hit them. As men were praying, visions hit them. We see Peter. You realize that there is a truth that was set forth before he goes to Cornelius. That is Acts 10, I believe. You realize there is a truth concerning the Gentiles that was set forth, but it came via dream, via vision. It was a vision. Him seeing a spread of sheep, having each and every creature, and God telling him that what I have sanctified, you can't call unholy. You realize it was a call to the Gentile. And right there in that place, there is a portion of truth that was set forth. But God was indeed moving to the Gentiles. He wasn't just a God who is only dealing with the Jews. But this was now a move to the Gentiles. And God was telling that, you see, even the Gentiles, I have called them. I have consecrated them. Don't call them unholy anymore. That was true, set forth. To align the church. To align the truth. To align the message. To align the gospel. To align men to the mind of God concerning the nations. That was a redemptive mind. That is a revelation that was concerning the whole Gentiles. But how did it come? It came through a dream. It came through a vision. Praise the Lord. It came through a vision. We see Paul going to preach the message to, you know, to the Gentiles. He gets a vision and he's like, ah, I think God is calling me to preach the message. But it was in a vision. It was in a vision. When you look at, when you study scriptures, um, 
in the olden days, in the Old Testament, actually God spoke more via visions, dreams, and angelic visitations. Those are part of the ways. Visions, dreams, angelic visitations. But he continues and says, And in different ways, God spoke of old to our forefathers in and by the prophets. Hebrews 1.1 He says, But in the last days, but in the last of these days, He has spoken to us in the person of a son whom he has appointed heir and lawful owner of all things. Also by and through whom he created the worlds and the reaches of space and of ages of time he made, produce, built, operated and arranged them in order. Hebrews 1, 2. So in these days, the Bible is telling us God is speaking to us by the Son. He's speaking to you and to me by the Son. So the place of our dreaming, the place of visions, the places of angelic visitations, hosts, the mind of whatever must be communicated or is or should be communicated has to be reconciled with the word of God. Because now in these last days, yes, men will dream dreams. Men will have visions. Yes, they will prophesy. Yes, they will do all these things. The end of everything in there is to see Jesus Christ. To carry the revelation of what the word says. It must be an argument. I've had men who have had, you know, have shared their testimonies, how they've received angelic visitations and all that. You know, I hear Angel Gabriel came to them and spoke to them. Some actually have been taken off truth. Some of these visitations they claim actually have aligned them off the right course and truth. Like the Mormons. When you, when you read their story, the Mormons, I believe you know them. Those are the Latter-day Saints Church, something like that. When you look at their story, they say that they received the scrolls and the things they do from Angel Gabriel. Yes, they are in a shape of, you know, the church. But when you go down and study the, the, their teaching and doctrine, actually, I got an opportunity to sit under them. To them, they say that Jesus is an angel. But according to truth, the Bible says Jesus never took on any form of an angel. Okay, the angel they claim Gabriel visited. That man I think is called Smith. He visited him. He gave him certain truths, okay, scrolls, whatever they are, he, as, as they claim. 
the end of whatever he received or he saw, whatever visitation it was, whatever angelic being, the man he needed to understand or to carry was, is this in agreement with the truth? Is this in agreement with the word of God? Because God can't say himself, can't say himself, okay, against himself. That's how I can put it. He can't be against himself. He can't give us the patriarchal order from Abraham and again you come in your doctrine and teaching, you say now the patriarchal order is, I hear the American what and what and what. I read those things, but they were just annoying. I didn't give them even more attention. You realize that the family tree literally changes completely from understanding the patriarch, the patriarch, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, we see the twelve tribes, it changed, it changed totally into something. American water here, this American water here, this American water. I was thinking, I'm like, yes, what is this? You realize that the being that appeared to him actually was an angel Gabriel. Because the Bible has told us that even Satan now has come to a place where he translates himself as the angel of light. It simply means the world we are dealing with. Satan is so aware, he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. He knows the ignorance some believers are still having. So to some when he appears and he speaks things, some are taken off the right course. Some are taken off their true destiny. Some are taken off their true mind. And trust me, even when you read the Islam, whatever, the background concerning, you know, wherever they come from, actually you realize they say that, you know, that, that man, I wanted to call him a man of God. <laughs> he, he, he received the scrolls and the things he got via angelic visitation. Some say the spirits would amount, you know, would mount on him, and then he would, you know, that they would start to speak on him as the lights are coming out and blah blah. Oh God! But you realize that is not true. The Holy Spirit can't come over you, and you start to have funny, funny. How can I call it? How do they describe these experiences? I need, I need, I need the English word here. Praise the Lord. No, the Holy Spirit can't come to you and He's communicating. And we start to see epilepsy. Salizes are coming out. Funny, funny things. You know, very funny, funny experiences. You're talking like, like possessed. No, no, no. That's not the Spirit of God. You realize that there was something totally different that came over this man. The visions they claim to have gotten, the dreams, you realize that it wasn't really God. It wasn't really God. Praise the Lord. There were totally different things. Papa Thierry, thank you. And no marvel, Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Second Corinthians eleven fourteen. So the more I do teach dream interpretation and share all these things is to align you, to align your understanding, to align your discernment, 
to align your judgment, to kill every other voice and align you to the voice of God. To understand Him in dreams. To understand Him in your life. The dream life is real life. It is ethereal, it is so spiritual. It is more than actually the one that is tangible. There is that dimension higher than the natural. And there are communications from that realm to the natural. But to us we are chosen vessels through which God communicates to the world. So for us, our dreams, there is a grace that preserves you and me. That anything negative, anything contrary to the voice of God will not come to you in the mighty name of Jesus. If anything funny, that is not your portion concerning your dream life. If there is any deliverance that is needed, if there is any solution, Required. If you need God to align you in your dream life, child of God, the grace is available to align you in the mighty name of Jesus. If you have issues remembering your dreams, the grace is available. From now on you shall remember your dreams in the mighty name of Jesus. And when you remember, try to write them down. Let me say dream appears again and again. Ask God, what am I not understanding? Why is it this dream is recurring? Why is it coming again and again? It simply means he communicates once, but men never regard it. He comes the second time because that is great. That is great. He bows. He comes below to your place of understanding to remind you. That is grace and that is love. Right with that. He will come again and bring the same thing. But ask yourself, what is he telling you? What is he communicating? Get your diaries. Write them down. Write them again and again. If they are recurring, ask the Lord, why is it happening again and again and again? And he will reveal to you. Pray the Lord, beloved. Praise King Jesus. The grace is available for you to remember your dream. Mama. The grace is available for you to remember. The grace is available for you to fully discern your dreams. For you to discern the voice of God in your dreams. The grace is available. You just need to receive it by faith. Have an appreciation that he speaks to me. Because that is the beginning place. Of God speaking, you believing that He does, and you carrying the expectation that God indeed, I hear you, I see you in my dream. That is the beginning place of His voice coming to you so clearly. You must believe it. For the just shall live by faith. For the just shall live by faith. We live by faith. The things we do. For them to be attracted to us, it is by faith. Faith is magnetic in nature. If you believe it, you have it. If you confess it, trust God, you have it. And this I'm persuaded concerning your dream life, 
God aligns each and everything because that's my prayer and that's my labor. That it becomes so clear that when the instruction comes, you can discern it, you can sense it, you can tell that now it is indeed God speaking. Like, like we see, I'm going, to, I'm going to use the New Testament examples because most people, when, when we look at dreams, they are so unreal to them because when it comes to the New Testament, they don't see more of dreams and visions. <laughs> but we see Peter, we see Paul going through the same experiences. Actually, we even see Jesus before he comes to, before he's taken, um, before Pontius Pilate. I believe in, in one of the Gospels, there is one. Uh, one of the wives of the king, you know, says, this man troubled me in my dream. This man came to me in my dream. Actually, you realize that. That was a testimony to justify Christ. Um, to, justify, to justify Christ as one guiltless. That is something beautiful. I didn't intend to go there. Papa Terry, give us that scripture. One of the wives of the king actually says, This man appeared to me and troubled me concerning many things. You realize that God also had to go in the dream life of someone, okay? And, and, and give a testimony that the man you're trying to persecute is actually guiltless. <laughs> But God also had to go in the realm of dreams to give a testimony, to establish something. Jesus himself appeared in a woman's dreams. Papa theory, you, I know you get it. Context for yourself. Let's read Matthew 27, 19. It says, when he was set down on the judgment seat, the Bible says, his wife sent unto him, saying, have thou nothing to do with that just man. Look at that testimony. But I love that this testimony came in a place of a dream. <laughs> it wasn't a dream. In here I want you to appreciate the voice of God in dreams. That God has a deliberate mind concerning our dream life. He has a deliberate mind concerning our dream life. God is in concerning your sleep. <laughs> Some of us, when we fall on our bed, with all the weight of the day, and some begin even to, <laughs> to drive cars and dream. <laughs> Praise the Lord. God, God help you. When he was set, <laughs> when he was set down on the judgment seat, his wife says unto him, saying, Have thou nothing to do with that just man? For I have suffered many things this day in a dream because of him. Matthew 27, 19. I wish you'd give me another version, Papa. I love Amplified. <laughs> I love Amplified. Please give me Amplified. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Ajikanda <laughs> Sukata. Now today start to exercise yourself, okay? Do something beyond the normal. It is okay to pray and ask that you're like, God, I thank you. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
ah, you enter your sleep. Today tell him, Abba, please speak to me. Give me a new experience concerning my dream life. You'll be shocked. The Bible says, also, while he was seated on the judgment bench, his wife sent him a message, saying, have nothing to do with that just and upright man. He told him, don't be involved with anything concerning that just man. <laughs> Praise the Lord. For I have had a painful experience today in a dream because of him. Matthew 27, 19. Now for me, my heart here is, God, what will you, you know, I, I, my heart is to ask the Lord, what, what are these things the woman is talking about? <laughs> because in there, in her dream life, I miss a very, very beautiful experience. I want to ask him, what was the thing that troubled? Why is it she says you troubled her? I want to, to get the mind of the Christ appearing in dreams. Because the Bible says, in these last days, he speaks to us by the Son. So in this I want to show you that if Christ appeared to this woman, I believe there is a delivering mind as well with God. Jesus himself to appear in dreams. That is why most of the symbols, the elements I deal with to interpret dreams, I always tell us the reconciliation has to be the one of God. If you're dreaming water, the mind is what does water represent according to the word of God. Because in there the mind is to see Jesus. The same way appears to this woman. I want to see Jesus in our dream life. I want to see the Lord himself. I want us to see Christ. In the last days he speaks by the Son. 19, thank you little Mimi, let me read this. Just then as Pilate was presiding over the tribunal, his wife sent him an urgent message. Don't harm that holy man. For he, for, for, okay, okay, what is this? For he, I, okay, for, okay, okay, for I suffered a horrible nightmare last night about him. Before his judgment, actually, you realize that the end, because I want to show you here, pattern. I've told us in the prophetic calendar, when you study scriptures, you realize that the end times, it is more of dreams. Now let me show you here a mystery. When we are looking at the end of Christ's life, because this was about him to go to the cross, right? When we study even his life, we see him also appear in the realm of dreams towards the end of his earthly ministry. This scripture statement actually wasn't put in the Bible just for you to just read it. If you're going to study the scripture prophetically, now look at the life of Christ. This happened towards the end of his earthly ministry. Towards him getting to the cross, he also appears to a woman in a dream. That's the mind. I'm showing up. Praise the Lord. 
have not seen you see this revelation. Let me repeat it. When he studied scripture prophetically, the end times he says he will speak to us as Joel puts it, then quoted back in Acts by Peter, by Peter. He says in the end times visions will happen, dreams will happen, prophecies will be given. But when we study also the life of Jesus, towards the end of his earthly ministry, we see the realm of dreams. We see that prophetic word actually fulfilled. Towards the end, even of Christ, he appears to a woman in a dream. This is the greater conversation between what happened. Praise the Lord. Prophetically, when you study even his life, we see a place where he appears in dreams of a woman. It simply means in these days, men are going to dream like never before. Yes, you see in the world, men are going to put on barriers. They are going to restrict the gospel, the message and all this. We can't cross borders, we can't do These things are going to happen, we are going to be persecuted. These things are going to happen. But are we afraid of them? No. Because we know there is a higher ministry, deeper than us being in a body. Actually, the reason I mentioned, I believe God is taking us in, whereby we are going to minister to people in dreams. I will be sharing testimonies concerning that very soon. Because I have them piled one by one, one by one with that. That is that true. Men have had visitations and dreams. We shall be doing that later. Beloved, that was just an introduction for those that have just joined us for the first time concerning dream life. Praise the Lord. And more recordings are available concerning dreams I've done naked and blah blah blah. Very many. You'll be blessed when you tune in. Okay, I'm having a question here. But Papa, is it possible for one to get three dreams at the same time when they are different? It is possible, yes, because I've come across testimonies, saints living one place into another place and they are having you know, you know, when you read the mind of God, when you check the mind of God, you realize that he was speaking and communicating things totally different, but in the same dream. You dream you're in this place, then, you know, God speaks to you, you lay back a little bit, you find yourself you're as if in another place, but still God is speaking, and also before you finish that, you find yourself you're in another place, and still God is speaking. I have had that experience personally, where I've dreamt things three times, four times, but in the same dream, in the same sleep. Praise the Lord. So it is possible. Praise the Lord. Praise King Jesus. I'm looking for something here, little. Yes, what you're asking me is called I term it, okay? Progressive dreams. From one place to another. They are progressive and even the interpretation must also be progressive. Because from one place to another place, 
the more you have that experience, actually, even the more the communication of God unfolds. Now, yesterday, our very Papa Ben had a beautiful dream, whereby he was from one place, he found himself his back in another place. You realize that this was a progressive dream. Get these words right. It was a progressive dream from one place to another. So the interpretation concerning this dream cannot be centered um, at only one point, but you need to walk through the whole dream to see God communicating. You see him from one level into another level, and then we see the end. Why God left, you know, carried him from one place, he takes him back home, then when he gets back home, he's starting to demonstrate power. He's starting to heal. You realize that God carried him from a place, from one place to another place, that he was familiar. God does this very many times. Like if you have dreams whereby God is taking you to, to homes you already knew, you know, places you were at before, you realize that the mind of God in there is trying to take you back to patterns you are comfortable with. He's trying to take you back to places you're familiar for him to communicate something. Because if he takes you in places you're unfamiliar, some have failed to fully exercise themselves in that role. Because it is something new, they are not used to it, so they never fully exercise. So, Papa Ben was having, he's anointed, he's anointed man of God. But God needed to take him to places where he's familiar. Because you see, even the principle of sharing the message, the Bible says you begin with home. Start from Jerusalem. You get the point? Start from areas that you're familiar. And this also cuts across. When we tell you to share, begin with what you're familiar with. Before you start to speak of higher dimensions, I hear this realm, I hear fold and fold, you're using those terms and words, um, you're using dimension, I hear. You realize that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Get used to what you know. If it is love, talk about love. Talk about love. Before you start to use hard terms, dimension, I hear ethereal. Before you start using these terms, get with what you're familiar with. Get comfortable. Because when we see Papa get comfortable in that place, he starts to demonstrate power. He laid hands on men. They were slain. So, Papa, in this dream, God was bringing you to a place of what you are comfortable with. But, in your dream, when he takes you there and he tells you to share the gospel, first of all, you're like, no, I am Fanero. Me, I am submitted to Fanero. Ah, God, I'm not comfortable with these people. That is okay. Praise Lord. That is okay to know the, the spirit you are. The, the altar you feed from, that, that also defines your submission. And I love that. You're like, God, I can't do it here. Because you, you appreciate the place of your submission. That is key. You appreciate the place of the altar where you feed from. But in there, God didn't take you for you to get low. God didn't take you in that place to submit you under them again. But he took you there for a purpose. For a purpose. 
Yes, you're for Nebu, but you're called to all the nations to spread the gospel. You are called to all, even men that don't know the way you know. God has called you to them. But why are you there? That is key. So you were demonstrating power. That defines your true identity in the spirit. Man of God, you're a force to reckon with. And you going in that place actually, you were aligning those men, you were elevating them, you were answers to prayer. Because I remember very well you said, when you came close to them, you were hearing what they were praying for. Papa, I want you to agree. I remember very well this dream. When you were listening to them, the more you came closer to them, the more you had their definite requests. The more you had their petitions, man of God, your answers to men's prayers. God has called you for a higher purpose, for an assignment and a mandate that is bigger than you. So God giving you an opportunity to see in the realm of other men's closets, to see what they were asking for man of God, that is a privilege. That is also a promotion. That is also a qualification. That is also a place that in the spirit you have hit and all you need is to appreciate it. You don't need to add on anything. God has elevated you to a place that you are answers to prayers. If you go in the realm of prayer, man of God, and pray over someone concerning something, trust me, it will happen. In the mighty name of Jesus. It will happen. Because that is the place now God has elevated you. Now your prayer life is on a higher realm. This is a privilege. Let's thank God. That is a place of answers to prayer. You align to destiny. You have a purpose. You have mandate. If you haven't been prayed a certain way, concerning issues around you, concerning things, man of God, you better start to commit men in the presence of God. I know these things we do. We pray over our leaders. We pray over these things. But this is now personal. Yield to that place whereby you have a burden to go in the closet just over someone. If it is your family member, just go and pray for them because your answers I wish you could repeat the, the dream, but for us we were on yesterday and I received it and the understanding came. So there were very many other things that you saw, but here the place is more of prayer. Your prayer life, the elevation you have in the spirit, and, and the mandate and responsibility you have as an intercessor. You are a man of God. I know that you lead an hour. So man of God, there has been a promotion and elevation. There is a deliberate mind of God to answer your prayers. 
Whatever you present before him, God is going to answer it speedily and I know soon you'll be testified. If not, it has already happened. I must believe that there are things you've prayed for and you've seen them come through. You prayed over something and it happened. That is an elevation already. And you say you were on prayer line, right? After prayer marathon, then you went to sleep. You went through that dream. It simply means you received something already. That is the power of prayer marathon. I even have another dream. They told me after prayer marathon, when they went to sleep, they saw Daddy Grace. I'll be talking about that later. It simply means now prayer marathon. Tuesday is doing so powerfully. <laughs> prayer line is aligning people, is aligning their lives. Daddy TZ, the men of God that speak in our lives, they are doing something and you need to discern it. You need to discern it. Whatever they are doing is not in vain. Praise the Lord. Praise King Jesus. Man of God, the more you share, our very many things will come to remembrance, but that's what stood up to the glory of This is one of the beautiful, sweet dreams. Blessings, Papa John. God is faithful and I am grateful. This is the dream. Listen with me, okay? It's, okay, the saint was telling me the time and all that. That is beautiful. So the saint listened to the message that I shared and he says the, the, the exaltation was beautiful this morning. You know, how to be intentional, you know, in the things of the Spirit because that, that's what the message was all about. Then the beloved saint shares something beautiful and says, This morning, mm, he says, Baby, I, yeah, I love that. That's the Lord of the house. He says, This morning, <laughs> my husband had a dream that was so puzzling. He was baffled by it all day. So I told him where it's going down on the prayer line, that is ICH, dream interpretation. That is dream fasty. I will share to get more light. That's what she told the Lord of the house. So the thing tells me this is the dream. He tells me the dream began with both he and I going to visit home of an elderly lady who we both knew. This is a little bit long, but I want you to listen and please help me write down some of these things. So I need you to remind me, okay? The dream began with both he and I going to visit the home of an elderly lady who we both knew. They knew the lady. And the lady was elderly. She was, you know, of good age, right? This lady presently lives in another island, okay? For the sake of confidentiality, I'm not going to say the island. This island was where we lived for seven years and did ministry before returning to the capital where we are now. I want you to go slowly with me here. I want you to see the order. Okay? They found themselves going back to a place where they used to be and to do ministry. Seven years. I love even the years were given, seven years, completion and perfection. Okay, so they returned back. 
to this elderly lady. In the dream, it appeared we were living on the island again. This is more God bringing you back, like I said, to places you are familiar. Praise the Lord. To places you are comfortable with. When you dream going back to such places or having experiences, what? It is as if you know the place, as if you lived there. It is more of something you're comfortable with. It is more with your wisdom, uh, your thought pattern. It is more of a place of you thinking in line with how comfortable you are. Okay, the ministration to that is you are comfortable with that experience and the feeling actually also matters in dreams. How were you feeling when you were in that place? What was the feeling? Was it good, bad, very comfortable? All these things matter. Praise the Lord. But it deals more with things familiar. Places you're familiar, paths you've, you've walked before. Praise the Lord. Things that you are even more comfortable. Praise the Lord. So they were back to this place. So the lady's name, who we were visiting, is Miss Tididididi, the Dash. I'm not going to say the name. But her faith was that of a former pastor here in the capital whose ministry our bishop released us to hope but it did not work out. I love this because now this gives us another twist. The lady's name who we were visiting, that is Miss Dash Dash, but her face was that of a former pastor. So in their spirit they were with the person they know. But when they get to see the face of the person, it is more of another person. Actually, in dreams where you dream faces, actually it is more of your, your personal identity. It is more speaking to you as a person going in the dream. So here it is not more with a person you saw, but it is more with you. I want you to see this. He was going back to a place. That is more of places you're comfortable with. Places you're familiar with. Paths you've trodden before and you're fine with them. This is more of personal. Personal. So faces have an element of Revealing your personality, your character, your ways of living, your ways of life. Praise the Lord. And when you dream people, other people, ask yourself, what do they represent in my life? It is key. Let me say, if you dream that be grace, ask yourself, what do you receive from daddy grace. How do you behold daddy grace? Because that matters. Or when you dream me, when you dream any person, what do they represent? It may be even a celebrity that even is not born again. But you realize when you look at what they represent, we can get the interpretation. Their way of life, their traits, their skill, their talent. I've seen saints who dream musicians. I've seen saints who dream footballers. 
I've seen saints who dream presidents. So it may not be that you know that person or God is calling you to go to that person, but what even they represent, what they stand for, when that name is mentioned, what comes to your mind? Praise the Lord. It helps us break down the dream. Praise the Lord. So when they see this lady, instead of seeing um, this very lady, they see Okay, when they see the lady, they see another face. This has a place also of hidden feelings and hidden traits in a way. Praise the Lord. To the person in the dream who was beholding this, when you start to see faces change and all this, it is more to a place of the things in you that are not fully, you know, like you're hiding them. There is a personality in you that is not being revealed truly. It is beautiful why I'm saying the things I'm saying. You're going to love this. It is more of you're not revealing the true identity. Now in this place you see that this person is not in their true identity. Right? Because they see the person another body but the face is another one. Let's go slowly. You realize that they are looking at this person, they are understanding this person, but this person is having another face. More of a place, this person is not either telling the truth, or is not revealing whom they really are, or you have a friend in your life that is camouflaging. Praise the Lord. He is coming in another picture, but he is not the very person. Praise the Lord. Scriptures have told us to beware. Of, 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 of walls that come in sheep's clothes. You get the mind? A person is presenting another image, but inside them is another person. Faces represent identity. I've said that. So we see this person is appearing in another form. Either with you, the person, you're not presenting the truth the way you should present them, either you're coming in the image of another person. But yet you're not bringing out yourself. You see, the place of imitation, actually, we imitate in wisdom. We imitate the men we imitate. Because we have an appreciation of the spirit in which they work and do things. Praise the Lord. You may imitate and come in another person's picture, but yet you're not the one. Faces represent identity. And now these cuts are crossed, depending on your dream. I believe God is giving you an understanding now. Praise the Lord. Praise King Jesus. It is more of identity, but now this identity is hidden in another person. They are not clear. They are not saying what they should say. They, yet, you know, they are not revealing who they really are. Am I with the saints here? You're too quiet. You're enjoying the dream? Praise Lord. So to this saint, this person is in another picture. Oh, this person is not telling truth. This person is camouflaging. This person, there is something about them that they are not telling truthfully or truly. Praise the Lord. So let's continue with the dream. Let's leave that place. Okay, then the same thing. When we go to her house, 
houses have told us represent wisdom. The, the previous dream I did, please go and listen to that recording. I spoke about more of houses. Houses are a representation of wisdom. Rooms are a representation of knowledge. So when you find yourself in a house, according to the house, if it is an old, if it is an old building, old flat, whatever it is, it is more of bringing you back to ancient wisdom. But if it is a new house, it is more of a place of um, something new. You're being renewed in wisdom, renewed in knowledge. There is an understanding that God is giving you. There is a new revelation. There is an increase in your knowledge. Praise the Lord, because the house is new. Praise the Lord. Please go and listen to that recording. I'm not going to repeat myself right there. Okay, we go to her house. There was a confrontation, you see. What happened there was something negative. Praise the Lord. So this person, you, you, the wisdom wisdom in them that is not reconciling with your wisdom and revelation, and I know the saint bears witness to the things I'm saying. When we go to her house, there was a confrontation, and she began to argue with my husband. She was very angry, questioning why he wanted to start ministry on the 15th. Now this is something very beautiful. I, I love this, beloved. I love this. I love this dream. They are dreams that for like interpret, and I feel like I'm that. <laughs> the dreams I've interpreted, and they've stayed in my spirit like I was there. Now like Papa Ben's dream, yesterday he was just speaking about the dream, but it stayed with me as if I was there. And that is what gives the, 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 the ability that is the grace of God that gives me a place of interpreting it as one part of it. Because you must be part of the dream. Actually, dreamers are part of their dreams. And if you're interpreting a dream wrongly, the dreamer will know that you're not part of the experience. They can tell, they can smell and understand it. <laughs> The dreams that can be done to you and be like, mm, but, but, okay. Sometimes you just, okay. Because, <laughs> praise the Lord. But if you're part of the dream, if the man is speaking from the understanding of indeed the dream, you feel them, they are part of it. And that's what makes a distinction. So here, beloved of God, there is a wisdom this person does not carry, and you will not agree. When we see houses are also a place of rest, places of comfort, a place of familiar. Okay? So in the very wisdom this person is operating in and you, you can never come to consensus, if that's the right word. You can never come to agreement. It simply means you're not called to walk the same walk with this person. However much you may feel comfortable, also has a place don't go, now this is the instruction, don't go back to the old way of thinking and doing things. It is deliberate why I'm saying that. Don't go back to the old way. If they are friends in your life, beloved of God, some of these friends, it is time for you 
to cut yourself from them. The wisdom now at work in you is higher. You can't go back to search friends for counsel. You can't even sit at me together. You have no place. Your place of wisdom is higher than these people. Praise the Lord. Because when you tell them in the dream, the same thing was questioning why he wanted to start ministry on 15. Now let me show you something beautiful here, beloved. Number 15, according to scriptures, means new direction. It means new. Number 15, according to scriptures, to Hebrew interpretation of what it means, number 15 means um, new direction. I'm going to repeat it. Number 15 means new direction. So let's get in the dream of the saint. I've told you the instruction, don't go back to old ways. Don't go back to old friends. Houses, I've told you. You realize that the place, the saint starts to move from the capital to the old place they used to stay. Okay? So they meet this old person. But this person's identity actually camouflages. They don't fully reveal the truth about themselves. Still this person, still it has a signification that you will not agree with this person. They are different. You get the point? That is why you see them, you understand them, but the face is different. Houses are a place of wisdom. I've told you, you have no argument with this person. Because God in your dream now, concerning your responsibility and whatever you must do, God is giving you a new direction. God is setting you on a new course. And concerning you and your habit, you just need to embrace the, the working power, wisdom, elevation of God in your life. God is setting you on a new direction. So 15 in Hebrews is Yod-Hey. Y-O-D dash H-E-Y which signifies the hand outworking of the inspiration of the Holy Spirit which gives new direction in life. Praise the Lord. This is number 15, which means new direction. So, beloved, God is setting you on a new direction. You need to appreciate every new day, every new thing the Lord is bringing to you. Don't stay back. Don't think like the man you were 15 years. God is calling you to the renewing of your mind. Appreciate the working power. If he has brought you in new places, appreciate what, what he's doing. God is setting you on a new direction. But as you were talking with this person, they were like, why are you taking on a new direction? Why are you choosing to do ministry on 15? Why are you choosing number 15? Because to them, they are not yet able to change. They can't go with you. That is why the Bible tells us, let us go alone and bear reproach with the Christ. Let us go without the camp. 
Those are places where you embrace no matter how hard they may be or trying. You don't need to stay comfortable in your former thoughts and thinking, your former life and manner of living and doing things. Appreciate what God is doing in you and start to walk according to that. Praise the Lord. So number 15 is a new direction. But this person was not able or yet to move with you. You don't need them. I in the dream was pregnant. I've spoken about pregnant, pregnant, pregnant. That is new beginning. When you're pregnant, those are new opportunities. Those are fresh starts. Praise the Lord. God is bringing you to something new. In your life, you're bearing fruit nine months for pregnancy. Nine months, we are counting nine. Number nine, which is the number of the spirit. That is fruitfulness. You are bringing forth something new. Number nine is the number of, of, of the spirit. You being pregnant, new opportunities, new projects, new ways of life, new beginnings. You were not pregnant. At the same time, you're talking of number 15 by mistake. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, beloved of God. It is all new. So one may say, how is number 15 qualified according to scripture? To me, number new. Open with me the Bible to the book of um, to the book of Mashete, to the book of to the book of Numbers twenty nine twelve, and also give me um, Numbers thirty three three. The Bible says, and on the fifteenth day of the seventh month, you shall have a holy assembly. You shall do no work. And you shall keep the feast of the Lord for seven days. Okay, let's go to 33. They set out from Ramesses on the 15th day of the first month. On the day after the Passover, the Israelites went out of Egypt with a high hand and triumphantly in the sight of all the Egyptians. So you realize that on the 15th day, Okay, this is number 33. Let's read from 33.3. You realize that that is the day God led the children of Israel out of Egypt. You realize from bondage to liberty. From bondage to something new. But it was on the 15th day. So we see here it has an element of direction. Right? It has an element of new direction. Praise the Lord. It has an element of direction. God setting you on a path by, by his outworking hand, by his mighty hand. Now to the New Testament, it is by the Spirit. Praise the Lord. It is by the Spirit. The Holy Spirit guiding you, bringing something new to you, to align you for you shall be guided and led. You realize? You see the place of leading is now by the Spirit. But when we see number 33, it is a place of new direction. They were setting out to move. They were setting out to walk. They were setting out on a new course of their life and destiny. That is where we get 
the mind of number 15 and interpret and interpret it and its representation. Also, when you look at number 15, praise the Lord, you realize that according to, to scripture, the 15th time that Noah is mentioned is in Genesis 7 7. The Bible says, Then Noah and his son and his wife and his son's wives, okay, with him entered the ark because of the water of the flood. You realize that they were entering the ark to begin something new. That is direction in life. It was a direction to Noah's family and also to the ark as well. Praise the Lord, beloved. You realize that the 15th time Abraham, Abraham, not Abraham, Abraham, the name Abraham, the 15th time it is mentioned in Genesis 12, 14. Okay, it says, And it came about when Abraham came into Egypt, and the Egyptian saw the woman was very beautiful. Here also we see he entered or he went into Egypt. You realize it was a place of direction or movement. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You realize it was a place of direction. In Genesis 18.16, it says, Then the man rose up from there and looked down towards Sodom, and Abraham, now this is Abraham, was walking with them to send them off. That is the 15th time for the name Abraham. Abraham, A-B-R-A-M, that is Abraham, but now the 15th time after God changing his name to Abraham, right? We see him in Genesis 18.16, but also setting off for a new direction. That is where we interpret number 15. It begins with the children of Israel being led out of, out of Egypt into the promised land. Those are new beginnings. Those are fresh starts. And so, beloved of God, God is doing something beautiful and new in your life. Actually, this person is so honorable. I'm not going to mention the name in a way. But God is setting you on a right course. God is doing something new. Just embrace his working, no matter the situation, no matter the trials, no matter the testations. Just trust God. He is doing something new and he is setting you on a new course. You went pregnant in a dream for nothing. So she continues and says, In the dream I was pregnant, I approached her to calm her down or reason with her. And in so doing, she attacked me with a long cane of stick. You see, in her wisdom and knowledge, you can never agree. You can't eat at the same table. Praise the Lord. There is no reconciliation with you and her. There is no way you're going to walk together. She struck me on my hand that was lifted to protect myself. In turn, baby, okay, I love she calls the husband baby. <clears throat> ah, mommy, you better teach me this love also. Shake <laughs> it, okay. My baby husband grabbed, okay, in turn, Baby, okay, my husband 
grabbed her by her shoulder from behind and in doing so she fainted we left her i love this dream so this woman the husband came through to fight okay so he grabbed her so in grabbing her she falls down and she faints he stated the dream he stated the dream shifted okay she was receiving a narration from the husband then she narrated it to me so that's what i'm reading for us here he stated the dream shifted. We were now returning in our car, passing the place where Miss Da 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 lived. There was a large crowd gathered in her yard. Many people were crying. Slowing down to avoid the crowd, a person came to the car where we were and said that Miss Dididididi was dead. We didn't stop but continued heading to our home. The dream ended where my husband was telling me it wasn't our fault that Miss Dadada died. I was a bit emotional, feeling we had caused her death. In turn, in turn, he, okay, the husband, was consoling and telling me that it was not our fault. Maybe in her anger, she had a heart attack and passed away. I love this dream. So the place of death whereby a wrong character okay, dies, it simply means a place of victory actually. You ending a particular course of life and beginning a new one. This is the same number 15 and you being pregnant. That is what the dream is. So the person dying Remember, this person was a place of hindrance. There was no argument. It is not bad. It is not that you kill the person. No, 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 no. What God is telling you in your life, some particular things are going to die that hold you back. Things that fail to agree with you are being taken away from your life. And God is giving you a new direction, a fresh start, a new life. Praise the Lord. The old habits, the old wisdoms in which you were operating in, the old things that you were doing, God is telling you that they are ending very soon and he is setting you on a new course of life. Beloved, why don't you allow me end with that? I believe you've seen the facets and how we deal with dreams because for me that's what I labor to show us. And I believe you see what God was communicating to the woman of God and the husband and concerning the family. God is doing something new. Me, I bear witness because the beloved shares with me a lot of things. I thank God for that. And I feel in the things I've had the beloved share with me, these things are literally adding up. Praise the Lord. Praise King Jesus. And so, beloved of God, rest Embrace what God is doing. It is indeed new. You're pregnant in you. A lot of exploits. New abilities. New things. You want, you're, you're gifted. You get There is something in you that you're pregnant of. You need to bring it forth. Praise the Lord. So God is telling you, embrace the direction he's setting you on as a family and he'll bring it 
for accomplishment. The old things and habits, funny ways, those ones are dead. They, they, they no longer belong to you. They don't need to, to follow you. God is killing them intentionally. God is not here killing the person. No, 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 no. No, we give life. She's alive. She's alive. But you see the place of the faith is not clear. Literally, God is taking out every person in your life that camouflages. They don't say who they really are. They come in a picture that is not who they are really, truthfully. So God is simply aligning you. And you also in the place of your life, the funny traits that are not aligning to God, are not aligning to truth. God is ending those funny things. He's killing them intentionally. The outworking of the Holy Spirit is so mightly upon your household and family to set you on a new course and direction to the glory of his mighty name. I've been asked to do one more dream, which I which possibly would love to do, but we need to do the devotion. So this time, allow me give it over to Papa Thierry to do the devotion for us. Beloved, if you're out of there and you've never given your life to Christ, please just repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe in my heart that you are the son of the living God. You died for me at the cross. You were resurrected for my justification. Child of God, if you've said those few words, you are indeed new creation and your dream life is going to change. Nothing in your dream will terrify you. Nothing ungodly will ever come to you. But the voice of the Lord will be distinctive in your life. Visions are part of your life. Dreams, prophecy, the blessing of the Spirit is your portion. You have each and everything in Christ Jesus. You've inherited life, child of God. You are new creation. We love you as a family. And agape you. Enjoy God. Amen and amen and amen. Beloved, that is in Christ our for me, Papa John.